This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 138. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, the very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. When I last featured an interview with super agent Marcus Kimanello, the property market was on fire. The media had a field day as records were constantly being broken and insatiable buyer demand fueled by unbridled consumer optimism, a buoyant economy and record low interest rates delivered the real estate industry a boom of almost biblical proportions. For example, in 2018, there were more than 100 Sydney homes sold for more than $10 million. And while some cities boomed more than others, a record number of transactions meant good times for agents new and experienced. In fact, if you started in real estate at any time in the last 10 years, you've probably only experienced boom conditions. Well, how things have changed. Today, it's estimated that 9 out of 10 agents currently working in the industry don't know what a tough market is like, and this shift in the market means that not only are prices down, but, and this is perhaps more damaging to our industry, the volume of properties coming onto the market is substantially reduced. It's difficult when things get tough and the tunnel is always darkest in the middle. But let's remember, this is also an incredible opportunity to build your brand and widen your local market footprint. As sure as the sun rises, things will improve, putting those agents prepared and ready in the box seat to enjoy the spoils when the market inevitably turns around. But something strange often happens in a market like this, and I've noticed how some agents tend to blame themselves for what's going on. I know it sounds weird, but it's all too common. So let's just all agree that the market is not your fault. But what is your fault is not having important discussions with your sellers to help them understand what's really going on. It's also up to you to let your buyers know that right now, in many markets, they have an unprecedented opportunity to get a great deal. With prices down and money still super cheap, it's the perfect storm. I was keen to discover what the top agents are doing in these challenging times and what specific actions they're focusing on to maintain numbers and meet targets. So last week, I reached out again to Marcus to find out what he's up to and specifically, how does one of real estate's top agents used to writing over $4 million a year in GCI adapt to a changing property market? What is he saying to buyers and sellers and what does he recommend agents do to not only survive a challenging market, but thrive? I think this is an important episode for a number of reasons, but I know you're really going to like the scripts Marcus shares and how he's handling his sellers right now. If things are tough in your market right now, I think you'll be inspired by the ideas and suggestions Marcus shares, like staying positive and confident with a top agent's mindset, increased training for better ideas, accountability, motivation and inspiration, and simply have more discussions with the buyers and sellers relying on you for guidance and support. All that and more, coming up. Back in the day, Getting awesome real estate marketing flyers, reports, infographics, even social media posts meant coming up with an idea, hiring an expensive graphic designer, waiting for them to get off their butt and get creative, then hoping your idea would make the phone ring. 
But that was before Jiggler. Jiggler is the online creative marketing system real estate's top agents are flocking to. You'll discover hundreds of professional-grade templates you can quickly customize, download, and print in just a few minutes. Plus, you control everything yourself. No filling in fields and sending it off. Jiggler is 100% DIY. Switch off expensive graphic design bills and stop experimenting with lead generating ideas that don't work and switch on to Jiggler. And now, Jiggler for Teams means you can collaborate and share the best ideas with everyone on your team in just one click. Team admins can also lock down design elements to protect brand integrity. Celebrate the power of many with Jiggler for Teams. Get a free account today at jiggler.com. That's j i g g l a r.com. Jiggler, the total real estate marketing solution built to save you time, save you money, and help you win more listings and make more sales. Well, hi, Marcus. How's it going? Very well, right yourself? I'm good, thank you, buddy. I'm good. Tell me, um, it's been a long time. It has been. Well, it's uh, it's been about three years to the day, I think, and um, uh, we've we've advanced amazingly because this is audio and video. So uh, pretty excited about that. So Big I figured, contrast, yeah. I, well, I figured if I've already got the audio thing going with iTunes and Stitcher, but if I stick it on YouTube as well. Uh, I've got a bigger reach, I guess, and people can find us and, and, and get the message. So um, Great idea. it's all about uh, swimming uh, as hard as you can through all the white noise out there. Tell yes. me, um, your market, I think when we last spoke, you were uh, as busy as busy, and I'm sure you still are, but the market was just going ahead in leaps and bounds. I want to say, was it growing like 10% a year over the last five years or something crazy? It's something along those lines. We yeah. certainly saw some growth patterns that would have seen 20 to 30% growth in 18 months. Yep. So ahead of that average 10%, um, yep. and it was unsustainable. Of course. Now, late last, you know, really from the middle of last year or just on 12 months ago, we could sense in the market there was change was occurring mm-hmm. before the media had latched onto it because the yep. media always are reporting on what has occurred, yep. reporting on history, but we could see it out there from very early last year. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, one, one thing I'm picking up and, and, and I can sort of, you know, read it between the lines with agents that I'm communicating with and speaking to, there seems to be, and, I, and I've noticed this happened again, you know, this happened when the market was, was like I'm going back a few years, but when it last backed off. But it's kind of um, uh, the agents are almost blaming themselves for the market and, and you know, they... They might, in a falling market situation, you know, such as we've had fairly dramatically in Melbourne and even more so in Sydney, I think in Sutherland yeah. Shire, some of those values have fallen dramatically um, and in other places as well, I'm sure. But um, it's almost like, so they, they'll give an estimate to what they think they can help their seller achieve and six or even eight weeks later, that's not there. It's, so it's kind of like they're blaming themselves a little bit rather than managing the expectations. But what are some of the things that you've learned from, uh, from uh, working in a market where with challenges like this? Well, I think, look, 90% of all agents that are out there and operating today, probably the only relevant change of market we've ever seen aside from today was the GFC. 
Yep. So for those that have come into the market from, say, 2010, 2011 and beyond have been in the industry the past eight or nine years, this is so foreign to them. Yep. Um, I think they just can't be blaming themselves because what we've actually found is the ground shifting beneath our feet and we've been ignorantly unaware of what's been happening. Yep. It's just because the buyers have completely retracted and the market has shifted month on month. So if you thought something was worth 500000 uh, at the, you know, the 1st of December, by the time Christmas came around, it was probably worth four eighty dollars mm-hmm. um, in the market's mind. So what this comes down to, I think number one thing, and we try and instill here with a lot of our teams, is you really need to shift what's between your ears. Yep. Not what's happening in the market, it's between your ears. Yep. You really need to accept the market for what it is. Don't accept it in terms of, okay, that's it, we're in a down market. We need to park that. So, okay, the market is the market. We can't control it. We can influence buyers. We can influence sellers. But it's all about our own internal attitude. Yeah. So if we're taking on the mindset that we've just got to get out there and get on with business. Yeah. But what we need to do is increase our output. And that output is not only, you know, physical commitment to the hours we do, but it's also an educational process for buyers and sellers in the marketplace, which you can be absolutely absent of in a great market and you're still going to sell. Yeah. But at the moment, it's all about communicating and building trust and rapport with everyone that you deal with yeah. rather than being an order taker. It's really important that you drill in, you get out, you meet your vendors consistently, you're meeting with buyers consistently and communicating to what's actually happening in the marketplace. Yeah. And, if, and look, the, admittedly here in Melbourne at the moment and Australia-wide, the press are doing a magnificent job of educating owners, but they're also stopping buyers from making decisions at the moment too. Yeah, yeah. So what, what we're saying to a lot of buyers out there at the moment, which makes them really look at themselves incredibly hard, is when people say oh, the market's down, et cetera, et cetera, we said, no, it's true, the market has shifted, but what we tend to find, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, is the ignorant are following the media. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. This is true. Yeah, but the astute are buying. Yeah. And they think, hang on a minute, shit, I don't want to be viewed as ignorant. Mm. I better start pulling my finger out. I, I better buy because if astute yeah. people are buying. Yeah. So it's interesting if you, you make that sort of not necessarily claim but pre-frame and set expectation to the buyers that way. Yeah. They go, okay, well, maybe now it is actually a good time to act. We're not going to follow what's the, uh, the local paper saying. Yeah. Yeah, because you'll look back in a few years and just see it as a magnificent opportunity to get in. I mean, look, hey, money's still cheap, you know, money's oh. still money's still super cheap. So, um, yeah. and and once the market does turn around, and you know, who can speculate about that? But it always does. Uh, yeah. And and you know, it's going to be happy days for those that had the courage to get in and and uh, back themselves, and um Great. and and buy that home. And you can buy it pretty well as well compared to say twelve months ago. Yeah. Without doubt. Yeah. So if, if you're managing a team, and which effectively mm-hmm. you are, and, yep. and if you're, uh, um, or say, you know, say you're managing all the listeners to the podcast, you're, you're managing, let's just have one big hypothetical team at the moment, and the market's a bit challenging. Mm-hmm. We're going to be increasing our communication, I guess, with our sellers. Yep. Um, we're going to be hitting them between the eyes and giving them regular feedback and, and keeping an eye, I, I guess, on our days on market. We don't want that blowing out. What are, some of, the, what are some of the other initiatives that we need to monitor uh, to, to make sure that we're getting uh, results for our sellers? I think we would have really remained positive within your team. And if I'm overseeing a team, yeah. we'd have remained upbeat. 
Like we yeah. can't let the market and the media beat us down. When we're coming back to discussing communication, those snippets of communication have to be gently sent out to clients just to remind them what's actually happening in the market. Yeah. So in terms of media articles that are timely that you can communicate and circulate out to the marketplace. But also the flip side, buyers need to be communicated a different message. Yeah. That it is a great time to buy. People are still acting. With the teams ourselves, I talked about output before. Simply put, we are swimming against the tide at the moment. Before, you know, we had the current pushing us more swimming with the tide and it was really easy. Now we're swimming against the tide. So what do you do when you're swimming against the tide? You swim harder and you swim faster. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need to do. And it's going to take you longer. So yeah. you've got to have set expectations as well. Set expectations that if you're doing the same things and same habits as you did two years ago, today, your results and your income are going to spiral downwards. Yeah. So it's not, it's not a nine to five. It's really an, in, uh, sorry, a, um, an output of more commitment to what you're doing. Yeah. So it really is. It's, it's more phone calls. It's more face-to-face. So the output has to increase to make sure results are achieved. Yeah. But it, it's, we don't want to, you know, we don't want to um, create an environment where we're bringing morale down, down because we're cracking the whip. But ultimately, it's going to come back to what the team members want and what you want as an individual. If you don't want your income to change from where it was two years ago, you have to change because the market's changed. Yeah. So that means is having clearly defined daily commitments, times of absolute dollar productive focus. You know, what are your objectives this week? Is it price reductions? Is it some of those heart-to-heart meetings? When you sit there in front of a vendor and say, Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, sometimes I have to have really difficult conversations with great people, and this is one of them. And that just sets it up to say, look, you're lovely people, but we're dealing with a really difficult situation. Yeah. You know, I, it's too, I can be nice or I can be honest, mm-hmm. which you prefer. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's almost that, like... A- it's almost like a doctor giving a patient a, a negative uh, a negative diagnosis. I mean, you, you've got to say it sooner or later as to what's going on. And Correct. You, you alluded to it before, Marcus, in, in so far as, uh, you know, so many, like you said, 90% of people in real estate now have never really experienced a tough and troubling market. And, and I mean, I, I think back to the early 90s in, in that period then when, when, I wouldn't say prices halved, but certainly 20, 30, 40% in some Not cases. Far away, yeah. Um, you know, like I, I think in your neck of the woods, you could line up all of the apartments on Turak Road. There were boards on, on every block. Um, and my goodness, some of the prices were, were, were crazy low. Um, but, you know, like people who have been in our industry and enjoyed this great time, it has been the biggest boom of our lives. Essentially, yes. Um, save the GFC, which which hap- which was a little which was a little blip in, in the graph. But mm-hmm. now we need to really embrace this realization that that things are, are, are very very different. I think the one thing that we uh, are probably ignorant to, particularly in Melbourne and Sydney, this is what agents in Queensland have been going through for you know. That's a good forever. point. Yeah, it's just the normal market for them. Yeah, and that's what they're used to doing. So you know what. They're probably a much better skilled and equipped real estate agent than a lot of the city and Melbourne agents. Yeah, and WA. Riding the flow. Yeah. Uh, and WA. And WA, yep. but WA certainly is always you know, feast or famine. Yeah. Uh, it's either going one way or the other. But they're highly skilled real estate agents because they know how to sell in challenging times. Mm. And I look at Brisbane, even though Brisbane's had some you know, little movements, but it's been consistently challenging for them for a long period of time. Well, we've had the benefit of a phenomenal sell through because the market's taken us that way. Yeah. Um, 
And I think, look, it is going to be a, a very much a, a cleansing process. We've seen numerous people leave the industry and industry veterans, yeah. uh, which you would have thought are in the, you know, basically the peak of their career, walk away. Yeah. Um, just to become too challenging because they haven't seen anything different. Yeah. So it is, it is really about everyone changing their attitude. Yeah. It's, it's funny, isn't it? I mean, real estate lives in this, in this free market environment where there is no specific recommended retail. And like, I guess, how we started this, this, this session, uh, you know, the, the market is not our fault. And, and the, the, the best thing to do in many cases is, is just obviously address, address this fact with your sellers and, and get your prices in, into shape. You market a lot of property, property uh, what I'd call off market or privately. Um, yes. Have you noticed, uh, um, I guess, there's, there's, uh, when auction clearance rates fall, there's a natural swing to that. Have you noticed uh, that happening in your market a little, a little more? Without doubt. Without yeah. doubt. There, there, is a, there is, I think, a natural gravitation for owners not to be exposed to the market for the realisation of what their home is probably worth. Yeah. And naturally worth. So what a lot of owners are electing to do is sell quietly at a, a price which is their preferred price. Yeah. Well, at least first and foremost, test the market on a discrete basis because, as you and I know, there's no, it's not an exacting science. It's the furthest thing from an exacting science. Sure. So there's no recommended retail price. Yeah. So I think a lot of owners now would prefer to get an understanding from the market, and the market is who those are prepared to buy, what they feel the home is worth first before embarking on uh, a fully-fledged marketing campaign like an auction or an expressions of interest or even any public exposure. So there is, there is a lot of clientele wanting to do that first and foremost um, before going to the open market. Essentially testing the water before you're going in with a 100% commitment to uh, a marketing date or even a campaign to test Correct. the water and to find out what's going on. Are you, doing that, are you doing that online in an online environment or are you doing that privately? No, nothing of just completely privately. We okay. may have some marketing collateral put together, like some photography and a video yeah. that's distributed to a client base, but it will not go. Will not be available on the web anywhere. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So um, let's move towards wrapping up. And, and thank you again for your time. I know you're a busy guy. What? Uh, what? What else can we be doing? Any Any other tips, strategies, or ideas? We're keeping positive. We're increasing our 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 work uh, load, I guess, and, and focusing yes. on the right things. Uh, yep. what, other, uh, what other things can we be doing to fire up our teams? And, uh, um, and Training's critical. Okay. It's absolutely critical. Um, so uh, the, the podcasts of the world, yep. the internal training, scripts and dialogues, yep. learn from people who have been through it before. Yeah. Um, because this, is, this has followed a very similar pattern to the GFC, but it's been a silent yep. uh, market change. With the GFC, it was all over the papers. Yeah. Um, then the downfall occurred. So listen to those people, um, learn from experience, learn from mistakes, really embark on some great internal training. And as we say, don't, don't practice on your clients. Yeah. Practice internally. Get an understanding of what scripts, dialogues, everything that's working today, how do we edu educate our clients? Because, as I said, if you're doing the same thing as you did two years ago, you're not to be successful today. So no. a lot of it comes back to the leaders in offices yep. to really lead and show everything to the younger guys, by example, what needs to be done. So yep. training and education and growth internally as an agent is so important at the moment. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, speaking of, well, you've just shared some brilliant scripts with us, and thank you. Um, I've made a few notes uh, as well. I, I love what you what you talked about with the media, et cetera, and helping our sellers understand what's going on and buyers. Um, and speaking of training, um, I'm a big fan of what Jet Xavier is doing uh, in mm. the mindset space. Um, I think he's yep. probably... If he's not the real estate mindset authority globally, then I don't know who is. He's just sort of really taken that space, and yes. I know that he, I know he was in your in the Marshall White office recently, um, hanging out with you guys, and did it and did a session there. Was uh, what did you get some great takeaways from that? Yeah, and a lot of us have been attendees of uh, Jet's um, uh, past two or the inaugural seminar he did. About well-being of an agent, yep. the mindset of an agent, yep. um, and there were quite a few martial art attendees there and martial art speakers. Yeah. Um, I think it, I think what it takes away is you've got to have some complete separation between your mental state in the office and your mental state outside of the office. Yeah. And you've got to really look out. We're so big on looking after the physical aspect of yourself, yep. but not the mental aspect. Yeah. So good. I think Jet's the, the mentality and what Jet the message that Jet is really pushing out there is a very holistic one to improve your mental well-being, to improve your performance by getting between your ears right. That's what I talked about before, getting in between your ears right is so important. Yeah. Having that detachment, because we are, uh, as cliche as it is, we are 24-7. Yeah. We are absorbed by real estate when we're in the office, when we're out with clients, when we're walking down the street, when we go to a dinner party, when we go to a social function, people want to talk real estate and it yeah. doesn't let you go. Yeah. So you've got to have the ability to be able to switch off, to clearly put a line through your diary to say, from this point on, I'm not a real estate agent. I'm just a person. And I think that Jet and the speakers that he's had over the past two years uh, has started to really instill into the market that that is a necessity because we have seen some losses of lives in real estate yes. uh, over the past 18 months to two years unnecessarily mm. because, yes, there's external factors, but real estate certainly wasn't assisting in getting them back to being, um, you know, a a level very content human being. Yeah, but there are always external factors, aren't there? There's always something going on on in our lives. Always. Nobody nobody's immune from from the yeah. whole range of things that that can happen. Your 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 own self talk, um, that little voice, uh, you know, on your shoulder, the things that it tells you, your, your self belief, and and all of that. Um, it's probably the ultimate the ultimate success weapon because it's really your control tower of, of your future and your success, isn't it? So oh, self, such sorry, an self-talk. Yeah. Self-talk. It's either support or sabotage. It's one yeah. or the other. There's nothing in between. Yeah. So it, you've got to make sure you, you tune out of the sabotage. Yeah, even he's just he's got some great tips on um, uh, what did I hear recently? Overcoming call reluctance and stuff like that. It's just uh, yeah. it's just a decision, and um, and the tools and, and tips he, he and ideas yeah, that he has very are good, phenomenal. Yeah, Marcus, thank you, thank you so much. Um, it's been an Pleasure, absolute right? blast, uh, and I'll uh, hopefully it's not three years before we catch up again. Thanks so much for your yes. time. Pleasure, anytime. Thanks, Ray. Thank you. It's no coincidence real estate's top agents use real estate's best software. Locked On is so popular with top producers because it's laden with features, but so easy to use at the same time. Backed by the number one support team in the industry, agents say Locked On is fast, reliable, and like having two assistants. If your real estate software and systems are holding you back, why not experience the ultimate cloud-based solution and take your productivity to the next level? To get your free 30-day trial, 
And for a special discount for life deal, go to LockedOn.com forward slash Ray. 